What's that? Technical difficulties. <laughs> Once again, it's Monday night at 8 p.m. You're listening to FM Rager. Hey, everybody. This is Connor Clifton, joined, as always, by my lovely co-host, Ned Gale. Ned, how the heck are you? <laughs> I broke the camera. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I, I tried... Are you telling me that cheap Chinese crap just fell apart on it us? It lasted six years. <laughs> I just... And it's not even that it's broken. I just, like, let it fall apart, and then I don't know what order it goes back in. So now it's just a mess of glass. <laughs> hey, if you know how to put together a fish island set, where'd you buy it? from uh wish.com if you can fix the wish.com uh, uh camera wins just go ahead and call us at 713-526-8737 we're drowning up here uh we're also sweating ned it's so hot it it's it's become... insane the summer is officially here and it's what the first week of june <laughs> yeah i think so the chatter dying all over galveston the beach smells worse than usual uh you know uh, let's stop talking about the weather let's stop being those guys why don't you tell me about your freaking weekend? What'd you do? My freaking weekend was great. Um, Friday night, we had a boys' night. We had some- <laughs> quite a boys' night. We had a self-care boys' night. It was very good. We did some face masks, some mm-hmm. moisturizing, um, watched some anime, watched we a little did. Golgo 13. Yep. Um, and then I went to Barbarella and stayed out way too late after that, which is not how you finish a, a, a relaxation <laughs> night like that. <laughs> In fact, I think I undid everything, refilled my pores with dirt. And yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I went straight to bed. I couldn't handle that. That's smart. Yeah. You did how, a good thing. <laughs> how was your Saturday? Uh, Saturday was good. I woke up, got some chores done, went to an art market, checked out some stiff, um, got my tire patched up, which was really nice. nice. It makes the car run faster. Um, and then what else? What did what did we do at the end of the night? What was our... I was gone. Oh, I, you know what? This I, was one of the rare weekends we did not hang out. You were right. I shrunk the binge on freaking Game of Thrones. So you watched the first and last episode of Game of Thrones, yep, finally? I, I 100% get every one of everyone's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> I am now the smartest, most pop culturally uh, relevant person in the world. Uh, no, that show blows. Uh, <laughs> it's, All right. it's very okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, and how about your Sunday? I saw you a little bit on Sunday. Sunday was good, my bloody Sunday. Uh, I mowed the lawn all day, did some yard work, as you could tell by my single arm farmer tan. Uh, Ooh, <laughs> one of those arms is looking pink. Yeah, the other one's looking just pale as hail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did that, and then, um, uh, gosh, what did we do the rest of Sunday? Cleaned we up the house. Chernobyl. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Nick and I finished an animation for Hellevision Television. Television. Uh, nice. You guys should check that out. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, we watched Chernobyl. Yeah. And that was great. After getting a sunburn, I was, it was very happy to see people's skin fall off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember while we were watching it, you were just like, man, these chemical fires, they're so horrible. I was like, yeah. There's one in uh, Deer Park right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just happened. The third one in so many so months. So close to home. <laughs> yeah. Why are there so many chemical fires? If you have the answer, What's call it. <laughs> the deal? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With all these hot chemicals. <laughs> uh, look, I'm, I'm going to give one big thing that I did this weekend. I saw Rocket Man. It was great. I didn't expect it to be a musical. It was. I was pleasantly surprised. I, 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 it took me 10 minutes to just let go. Do they play Rocket Man in it? They did. Oh yeah! Hell yeah! Yeah, they play Rocket Man to a montage of Elton John uh, with with uh, jet fuel shooting out of his boots, and he takes off into space. And then when he comes down, Yellow Brick Road starts playing. Uh, it's very on the that nose. That rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you know, I told our guest that we'd come up with a segue, but I don't have one. It's fine. I dropped part of the camera thing, and I uh, lost it. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. Uh, well, I guess we'll look for that uh, after the show. But during the show, we have a guest. Speaking of our guest, Incredible. here she is. It's Sarah Kress. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. Listen, Sarah Kress is an amazing writer, poet, artist, a creative person in general, uh, a protector of animals, and someone who we hope likes to party and talk about it. Sarah, how are you doing? today i'm good thanks great hell yeah i thought you were gonna say protector of anime i was like what is your deal (laughs) (laughs) now when when i was talking about rocket man i'm pretty sure i saw you shaking your head back and forth oh no i i want to see it oh i'm supposed to see it you might have we'll talk about it later oh okay (laughs) fate is interlocked (laughs) whoa all right my bad um Okay, so let's get into the the heart of what this show is really about, which is partying. Mm-hmm. Let's start off with that. <laughs> sure. All right. How do you party, Sarah? Normally, we ask people, what was your first party? Uh, we can wow. start with, like, preschool to kindergarten. I didn't. I was. <laughs> I mean, I was um, 
I'll be honest, I was raised Southern Baptist, so there wasn't a lot of party uh, okay. in my youth. Um, I was thinking about a really rad um, birthday party that my sister had Ooh. when I was like, she probably turned like seven or something. And my mom went all out and made very Pinteresty ice cream princess <laughs> cake, and we all had princess hats. And um, that was a nice party. Oh, I was wearing a really cool outfit acid wash jeans that were spattered with neon paint and a red checked button down shirt that that is princess themed <laughs> that is true princess i don't know what i was thinking i saw someone at a bar recently wearing an acid washed uh pink floyd shirt with like a uh uh what's it man i'm blanking on the term it was a dog tag but he had never served <laughs> So, like a fashionable... Stolen valor? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, acid wash is something that I don't see around uh, a lot lately. Okay, so that was the first party. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, did you have, like, a moment where you went to a party as, like, a rebellion? Oh, no. No? (laughs) Have you ever partied? Why did we bring you on? (laughs) You've seen me at at parties. I have fun with you at parties. The first party that uh, the first time we hung out, we were kind of at a party. We were partying at a bar. It was New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the hell of a party. Wait, tell me about this. Oh, Sarah just also tore thanks into for me the for, invite. <laughs> Sarah just gave me a hard time for liking Kanye West. Which, I think I've proven myself correct. On oh, that. <laughs> oh, how lucky! How lucky! It's not like you're saying wait like, long just you wait. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days. No, she 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 called me out on it, and you know it, it was fine. It was weird that I went so hard on you. <laughs> it <was> like <laughs> I I think maybe he had just said something probably problematic, and or maybe you just really hated his latest never, album. Never oh, really was this him. recently or any time of the year? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got caught. Kanye, good. Yes, that's right. You heard it here first. The first burn on Kanye West. <laughs> Put it in the history book, kids. No, I mean, it, it wasn't like I was just like, someone attacked me for like a Kanye West. And I, don't, I was just like, man, people still hate Kanye West. What am I doing wrong? Uh, no, that was fine. Yeah. No big deal. And we've been friends ever since, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. And I've gone to parties at your house that are really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I want to know about the partying before you and I met. Did you go to any high school parties, college parties? No, definitely parties? not. No, probably no college parties either. I went to U of H and, you know, at, at the time. <laughs> yeah, no one there knows how to party. <laughs> I really didn't know. I didn't make a lot of friends. I didn't. I was very head down, do my work and get out of there that was me at art institute (laughs) (laughs) i don't head down ask everybody in your class to help you film your project do not make friends (laughs) (laughs) i think the first time i had witnessed a party was the westheimer street festival when i was in college i like how you called it witnessed a party (laughs) (laughs) officer help i don't know what this is look out the window Either someone's obstructing traffic or all the cars have turned into people. <laughs> What's happening? I was there and I was kind of enjoying it, but I was also freaked out by the crowds. Like okay. it was so nuts that they That would... block party gets like packed. That was it was the street festival oh, street before sorry, the yeah, block yeah, party. Yeah. So this was like the nineties. <laughs> yeah, this was when it was just one street and they had to expand it to three of them. No, they they shut down the entire street. All West Ham was shut down. Dang. So you could just walk up and down, and there were people selling hippie stuff and guys with snakes, <laughs> and there were people on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up. What is hippie stuff? You know, <laughs> tie dye things. <laughs> <laughs> wait, what's that store that never closes down and somehow moved? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's the gift stop shop that used to be next to um, uh, uh, Catbirds, and then it turned into Juice Land and then moved two stores down. That sounds really You mean the head shop? Yeah. They just, oh, fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which we have never gone to. No one has ever gone to it. They, <laughs> they hold on to money for the mob, and then they sell jewels now. Okay, so you've just been avoiding parties all this time? Yeah, pretty much. Can I ask why you avoid them? I don't like crowds. I don't like... Yeah? I, I like partying with a few people. I like the parties that we've had at our house. See, that's I like those parties a lot. Yeah. So that's something that we also try to figure out because I also can't stand crowds. I get really anxious. Mm-hmm. If it's too loud, then I can't hear anything. I get upset. Yeah. And I, for one, like to disappear into a crowd. <laughs> <laughs> something is more comforting about there being too many people where I can be like, goodbye. <laughs> like, fall into a group of people. Great. Yeah. That's why you're <laughs> such a skilled assassin. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how, how do you define a party that you like? 
Well, I guess it's because I'm the ones I like at my house is because I'm in control of them. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is an attitude I've never heard from a host of a party. The reason why I don't like hosting parties is because I feel wildly out of control. <laughs> I think we're pretty good at inviting the right people. Although sometimes people show up and we're like, who are you? I was about to say, you guys uh, curate yeah. a very good party Thank at your you. house. Yeah. You. That's true. You and yeah. I are, are, Ned and I are basically like, hey, just come on by. Yeah, fucking then, the door's unlocked. <laughs> yeah. And then before you know it, uh, at about like, you know, 2 a.m., we have to tell people like, hey, we have neighbors. Please don't play our drums. And it's just uh, obnoxious and terrible. Yeah. Okay. So that's the kind of party you like, a small kind of gathering. Mm-hmm. How many people is too many people? Like, uh, I'm guessing that y'all have never had a co- the cops called on your party. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I think 50 would be out of control, probably. That's, We've had, like, that's 40 in the backyard. Whoa. Yeah. You got a nice backyard, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a I've, good size for that. Yeah. yeah. There was one day, I feel like y'all had a, a, a fire in the back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a party where I brought Alec, not a friend of the show, hopefully never a friend of the show. <laughs> I wouldn't mind him being a friend of the show. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was, uh, was that Jason's birthday party? Yeah, that that was one of, yeah. I think so. I made him a scepter of weird dolls with glow sticks. Yes, in it. <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> okay, so now I've got to pivot into something where I know you've been around crowds because you used to be a music journalist here yeah. in the city of Houston. Yeah. And I'm guessing that you've had to go and be in many a crowd you didn't want to be in. Yes. Um, uh, I was trying to think of when I started writing about music, and it was 2002. So um, this was actually at a time when most bands were drawing like 10 people. (laughs) Oh, 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 don't worry. Nothing's changed. (laughs) I do want to say, when I realized that you were a music journalist at one point, I definitely was like, oh, that's why she came at me so hard about Kanye West. (laughs) It wasn't just some random, like, oh, she cares deeply about music. So at least, all right, that's fine. I did it for eight years. Dang. Yeah, at the Chronicle. And um, uh, I did have to... I went out of my comfort zone a lot, but generally I made friends with no one. <laughs> so it wasn't like I was partying with anyone. What? And anyone at that time will tell you that it's true. <laughs> like, Sarah, ugh. So, so you've, you've seen a lot of different shows. Uh, what crowd, like, genre is the worst? Oh. <laughs> and you can't say crust punk because that's a cop out. <laughs> we all know already. <laughs> we want deep cuts. Yeah. This was not a and local... And you can't say Deep Cuts crowd, because no. <laughs> this was not a local show, but the weirdest show with the weirdest crowd was at Scout Bar. It was Vanilla Ice. <laughs> oh my God, I remember that show. I didn't go Did to it. Go? I lived. I grew up in Clear Lake, yeah. and I remember driving by, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, and it was right after that big... Uh, nightclub fire I forget where that was New oh, Jersey maybe uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah there were pyrotechnics in his show and is this was... when he was playing with like a metal band yes I think so oh, yeah man <laughs> so there were things like almost on fire in this tiny club with hundreds of people and they were all terrible and they were all screaming they were all pushing and I was there with my high school friends because we thought it would be funny and um, <laughs> and then we just Which, spoiler alert it was <laughs> it was weird and we escaped early because we thought the whole place was going to go down in flames man God. pyrotechnics like, dude you if know, only Scout Bar went down that day <laughs> it could have prevented a lot of shows from happening yeah and all I can think is just like a metal band a white guy rapping and fire that's Clear Lake alright <laughs> <laughs> Gotcha. No, I'll take it. There's yeah. <laughs> a fine roast you've made. I'm down from down there too, so I I know this. Oh wait, oh, what you're part of Clear Lake? Lake? I'm from Deer Park. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, anyway, moving on. So, uh, what was the most fun you've had uh, covering music here in the city of Houston? Um, I don't think there's. One. <laughs> I don't think no, 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 fun. no, 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 no. I don't think there's one moment. I think getting to know so many people and talking deeply with them, you know, every couple of weeks for eight years was yeah. just amazing. I had a podcast. Um, what? All that stuff is gone, though. <laughs> what, did you put it on MySpace or something? No, it was housed on their servers, and <laughs> they erased all of it. Oh, I was making no, a joke. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't know if they erased it. They've hidden it. Yeah, okay. Good, That's so. what happened to my web cartoons on Earthlink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just I was like, this will last forever. And then one day I was like, well... Eggs on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just getting to know a lot of people and um, seeing 
certain people thrive and, you know, <laughs> and people just following their dreams after their oil and gas jobs. I mean, it's just nice to Hell yeah. see creativity yeah. and all kinds of people. I'm usually not a fan of creativity, but you've made me one <laughs> just now. <laughs> now, uh, let's, let's keep the conversation focused on creativity here for a bit. You have since pivoted into doing the thing called Breaking Poems, yes. where you do poetry uh, about the headlines that you see in the news. Mm-hmm. What gave you the idea to get that going on? Take it on the news? <laughs> what? Yeah. Could do that. Um, well, part of my job at the Chronicle was also like homepage producer. So I wasn't just like writing about music all day. So I was watching The Wires all day for like nine years of my <laughs> oh, life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, then I moved on to a job where I worked in social media for a corporation and I was watching Twitter all day. And it was basically just like watching The Wires. Yeah. Um, and every single thing that came up made me sad or angry or something. And I was like, well, I have downtime. Um, uh, let me write a sonnet. <laughs> no, hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my brain went there, but I also have a creative writing degree from the University of Houston. So, um, yeah. How long have you been doing that? It's five years now. Five years. Okay. Now, you've published a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you published a book or have you just like done I, zines? There's or? one right in front of you. Self-published. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I self-published these books that I sell at Zine Fest and other festivals. Um, because I publish everything online at breakingpoems.com and on Facebook usually, um, I can't try and get into journals because they have rules about if anyone has ever seen this oh, poem, yeah. you cannot submit your work. So right now I'm working on putting together more stuff that I keep for myself that I'm going to submit to Come on, journals. give me, give me. <laughs> yeah. no. Share it. <laughs> no. Have you ever considered doing a spinoff of Breaking Poems and just doing like local news feel-good headlines? <laughs> no, but no? Okay. I mean, that doesn't sound like a good zine. <laughs> I don't know. The news is just so depressing. I know. We want good news. Can't yeah. You a, can't you do a poem about a dog wearing a bow tie on the street? <laughs> yes, I can. This dog couldn't afford his own bow tie, so the community got together and built one for him. Oh, no. I hate those stories so much. <laughs> They're awful. I, I love following you on Twitter because you definitely, you tweet like no one's watching. And I am, and you'll it'll just be like this heartwarming story about something like that, like a kid whose leg don't work or something. And it's like, wow, heartwarming. And you're like, blah, I want to vomit. No, I would never say that. I would say. So the last one was the Home Depot kid. Yeah. And wait, which one's the Home Depot? The cowboy yodeling kid? Oh no, that's Walmart. <laughs> wait, who's Home Depot kid? So this it's a different kid. store kid. Come on. This poor kid. He's um, singing to his, a wrench. His family didn't know if they had the they didn't know if the insurance would cover a walker for and he's like three years old and needs a walker. I mean okay. this is a terrible sad story. Yeah, no, I bummed. So <laughs> I know. So these these guys at Home Depot built him a walker. But the thing that the store and like the very first question I have is they don't know if insurance is going to cover it. That's a that's something I would follow up on. And then the very last sentence of the story is it ended up the insurance covered the walker. <laughs> <laughs> and my tweet was like, this is why I hate local journalism, local TV journalism. It's just this is stupid. This is non-story. Local TV news is pretty. And now this kid awful. is is Walker rich. He's got two <laughs> so walkers. Many walkers. Yeah, it's got plenty uh, of splinters because those guys didn't do a good job. Yeah, it looked got the like top a nice the... walker. <laughs> it looked like orange PVC pipe. <laughs> it was like two hockey sticks with tennis balls on it. <laughs> I just don't know if it was, uh, you know, medically approved. Our heart goes out to that child. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. And his yodeling. <laughs> and his two walkers. <laughs> Isn't his name Two Walker, Texas Ranger? All right. We're having fun. We're talking about the news. <laughs> All right, we got news, weather. We talked about traffic a little bit. It's crazy. We've been gone for a week. I already said the yeah, F word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing terrible. <laughs> we did take a we we took a week off last week because yeah. we were just like feeling the bur- we were supposed to have you on last week, mm-hmm. and we just were so burnt out. I think the week before we loved the guest. I was like, I just don't want to do anything, and so we just threw together some weird. Threw together. 
I mean, it we, took us as long as it takes to listen to it, to put it together. <laughs> we did every one of those in one take. That's true. That's true. One take take. <laughs> now, uh, how do you deal with creative burnout? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm going through a period of it right now. Um, I think being very um, uh, just gentle with you. a lot of self care. Oh yeah, <laughs> sure. like yeah. if if it's not coming, then it's it, there's no reason to bang your head about it. Just give it some time and let it um, preach. Come back to you. <laughs> yeah. I've I've heard advice that it's good to just like kind of pivot and work on something else for a little bit. Shift, shift yeah, focus. Is I learned my game. how to weave. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh. last year and that kind of, um, I did that for like the last half of the year instead of really focusing on my writing and I'm not saying it helped or anything, but it did give me an, a different outlet that I enjoyed that. What I kind got, of stuff, what kind of stuff were you weaving? I was weaving just little, um, little textiles and I sold a bunch of them at Crafted Oat and I made $500. Hell, whoa, whoa, hot damn. <laughs> Wait, you we gotta get into weaving for two dollars. Yeah, isn't the way to do this? <laughs> so my little hobby turned into, you know, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. A little wow, s- slobby. I don't know. I don't think I can <laughs> rhyme it with anything. <laughs> a little globby, a cash in my hand. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> One week. Let's hey, tell you what. Let's never take a week off again. I'm no, here. no, absolutely not. Now I want to take another week off. I'm usually spitting amazing hot fire, and <laughs> somehow this week, just a little off. Hey, I'm I'm personally putting a bounty out for if you can make a montage of all these of Ned's doing hot whiffs. <laughs> what? Yeah, what's going on in the comments? We haven't been getting any calls. <laughs> Maria said she's reporting me to the FCC for that Walker <laughs> joke. I don't get it. Uh, has anyone else noticed that Ned's face isn't in view? Okay, look, this, once again, I broke the camera. <laughs> I'm not having a good day. <laughs> now, I do want to talk a bit more about what it means to like step out of your comfort zone and try something new. Mm-hmm. You recently did a collaborative art show mm-hmm. with Elaine Bradford. Yeah. Uh, Ned, what was the name of that show again? It. Oh, dang it. <laughs> I remember Fables. We, routine Fables. Routine, routine Fables. We, we went to like a crash course. We're like, all right, this is what she did. This is the next <laughs> thing she did. All right. Okay, so can you tell us about Routine Fables? Yeah. Um, Elaine and I live very close to each other in Timber Grove. And um, and we didn't know each other that well, but she wanted to collaborate with me because she liked my work, and I've always loved her work. And um, she asked me on New Year's Eve 2016 to do a weekly thing in 2017, and we didn't know what it would look like, but we just knew that we wanted to get through 2017 because we knew that the year would be difficult. Mm. <laughs> and it turned out to be very, very difficult. Mm. Um, and so she would create a sculpture, and I would then respond with a poem. And we did that for the whole year, and it was at Lawndale last summer. Yeah, yeah. I love those kind of collaborations that aren't really... Like, like I, I love a response kind of collaboration. Mm-hmm. I think it's very free on your part, but you get this like instant inspiration. Like, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. That is a nice way to get out of your rut, too. Yeah. We both yeah. felt like that 2017 was going to be hard, and it would be hard to be creative during the year. So this forced us into a deadline every week that rules that's yeah exactly what happened with us yeah <laughs> last year wait was it 2018 it would have been 2017 like i've been around for a year yeah yeah 2017 uh i was stuck in a super deep rut and we started doing the stage show mm-hmm. and then we pivoted into the radio show and now we have weekly deadlines and we have to do it yeah. and it it's been amazing. It, it rules. Could, yeah. yeah, it got me off the uh, off the couch, and then I get this energy to keep creating more, and then I'm doing all my other side projects. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all about momentum. Mm-hmm. It <laughs> is. Now, did you guys? <clears throat> sorry, uh, did you guys show that show in Denton as well, or somewhere? Yeah, we were in Dallas um, oh, okay. for the Texas Vignette Women's Art Fair. It was just a, a weekend thing, but it was during the Dallas Art Fair, which is a big deal. Apparently, I didn't know anything about it. But I've never heard of it. I don't even know what city you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> a ton of people go to Dallas and see a bunch of art and buy stuff for their galleries or for. I'm suddenly books. listening. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't no. sell anything, but it was. It was not part of the Dallas Art Fair, but it was, um, it was just adjacent to it in the um, old World's Fair um, complex in Dallas. There's a World's Fair complex in Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> I I honestly thought there was just the one <laughs> that's been oh, featured no. in so many. There's there's the one the world, but many <laughs> fairs. <laughs> when was the last World's Fair? Does anyone know? 
Oh, I think it was in the 60s. It might be in the 70s. Guys, if you know when the last World Fair was, nope, don't even try to update computers. <laughs> nice try, kid. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Uh, hey, James, we know you're listening. Yeah, James, Can you tell us when the last... <laughs> was the last one. <laughs> Were you there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we just wait about five minutes, and James will tell us when the last World Fair was. But also, don't be afraid to call in, 713-526-8737. We've been working on that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, I got one. Ah, man, I lost my train of thought. Crap. Uh, oh, more stuff about stepping out of your comfort zone in yes. creative fashion. Yes. You recently went on a writer's retreat. It did. Yeah. Was it a retreat or a fellowship? It's a residency. Residency. It was a fellowship for our residency. Okay. <laughs> okay. At a retreat. <laughs> it, it's at a res. It's at a residency. At any point, did you retreat? Please give Connor this. <laughs> he needs it. Was it was a retreat. <laughs> okay. Nailed it. <laughs> okay. So what was this? This is, was the Vermont Studio Center. And um, I got a fellowship, which means they paid for my tuition and mm -hmm. they pay. It's like they give you a place to stay. They give you food, three meals a day. Um, and they they give you some instruction, like they'll bring in visiting artists and stuff like that. But for the most part, you're just given a desk in an office and <laughs> overlooking a river. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was beautiful. That kind of rules. <laughs> and yeah. It was in February, so it was snowing and just gorgeous. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I went there to write about my experience with Hurricane Harvey, and so I just kind of hold myself up in this room and <laughs> tried to get it all out, and I didn't quite do it, but it, the experience was amazing. Yeah, yeah. So how, how many writers? Because it looked like it was like a pretty big group. Yeah, uh, there's like two-thirds artists and one-third writers, so mm -hmm. I want to say there was like 60 people there. Dang, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and what was that? Like, were you guys kind of a community mm -hmm, by the end of it? you have to eat together Yeah. in yeah. this you know lunchroom basically and it was amazing the friendships i made and um i still have a lot of love for them like it, it's like the time has passed now but yeah like I name still... five of them <laughs> <laughs> well there was one guy william lucas who i like a lot he's on instagram um he's a really cool queer artist that i just sort of fell in love with him i just he, <laughs> everything he did was so cool and he was cool and um, I met other writers there that I loved, uh, a French woman named Danielle that I, I just, she was so motherly and kind and like I told her my whole story about Harvey, right, like the first day I was there and she was just like, I've been thinking about you and here's oh. what I think about it and you know, just very kind and motherly again just that's good. So nice. Residency sound really cool because like, it, so the, the idea of the show is that how partying puts you in contact, like if you're partying with other creatives, you're going to have moments like that where you're brushing arms with other creatives yep. and you're not necessarily collaborating you're mm -hmm. just existing next to each other and kind of feeding each other's fire and i feel like a residency like this is like exactly what we're talking about that you're is absolutely what happens because you're not i mean you can collaborate with other people there mm -hmm. and some of the visual artists do mm -hmm. but um i think writers particularly getting to talk to those visual artists is very inspirational yeah, just, yeah. i'm just thinking about if we got invited to a residency like that how quickly we'd be asked to leave <laughs> 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 Should I be like, what are you working on nerd <laughs> 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 all right you need to get out <laughs> so you guys keep setting the trash can on fire it's your own trash can <laughs> where are you putting the trash i'm like <laughs> check well, up your butt also, <laughs> uh, you would never have this opportunity anywhere i met a photographer who works out of the arctic and Whoa. just takes pictures, amazing pictures, and um, just are they selfies or? No. Are they <laughs> <laughs> and she works to in order to pay for her art. She works as a tour guide on boats, just taking people out to like icebergs. And, yeah, like, wow, it, it, so amazing. What a life! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you meet people that you're just like what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> but you're doing incredible things. And I'm sure somebody at that residency was like, Sarah Crest, man, she rules. And they're probably talking about it on some radio show that's probably not as good as ours. But yeah. It's probably what do they good. call an effing rager in France? What? <laughs> <laughs> they're probably talking about this right now over in Paris, Texas. Out of Paris, France. Crap. <laughs> I don't know any French like. I should be looking at these Facebook comments. This is what happens when I move this from me. Did we learn the answer to that question? Montreal 72? No, I wasn't there, says James. Wait, and Aaron said something. What'd she say? Aunt Susan went to one in 1982 in Knoxville. Okay. Oh, I've been to that site. 2019 Beijing, 2020 Dubai. Wait, these no. are the Olympics. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to the place in Knoxville. It has a sphere. 
Ooh. Wait, is that the one they go to in The Simpsons when they steal no, that I car? Don't, don't know. Sorry. You don't know Simpsons stuff? Sorry. <laughs> no, I, they, that's not the spear. That's the, uh, the the spire, the tower, and it just falls onto their car, right? Oh, so if it fell down, it can't be up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, canonically. <laughs> it fell down in The Simpsons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming under our dumb little show. Sure. Um, when you were at this residency, we, you said that you had to uh, all eat together. Did you mm-hmm. take turns cooking? Um, there, there are people who do get basically scholarships where they can work off some of their tuition by um, being in the kitchen. But there is a chef there that Ooh. makes the food. Oh, tell us about the chef. I don't <laughs> know. Okay. It was actually really good food. It was good food. We we like to talk about like what uh, our ideal party. Food. Oh my gosh, Sarah, do you know about okay? You know, the building... <laughs> what? What? We were hoping to bring this up organically, and it worked. Well, I just thought about it, and I was like, oh, man, we didn't talk about it yet. Okay, the Mangoes building. We talk about it a lot on this show. Okay. Uh, the building at the corner there uh-huh. that's perpetually changing. Yes. It is once again changing. Okay. Uh, there was a Cajun restaurant in there, Padna's. Rest in peace. Rest okay. in pad. Um, it is now changing. All right. Into a wing place, <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> which is a the most ridiculous thing you could put at that corner, and b when Connor and I drove by, I went whoa, 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 whoa! and then we both started screaming because <laughs> we're wing boys, sure. we're big time wing boys. Yeah. What is your ideal party food? Oh, party food, just cheese, just cheese, <laughs> yeah. like like a uh, hell yeah, I'm I am. Like, down. Are, we, are we talking like a rad cheese plate or like, like a, a single kind of cheese? I like a rad cheese plate, and I also like just Velveeta and Rotel. Yeah, queso. hell yeah. <laughs> Oh no! Ew! <laughs> I love Velveeta cheese. I no, <laughs> Velveeta is so gross. It's just, yeah, and that's what makes it so good. It's the queso that I grew up with. Sorry. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm cheese. I'm on cheese. Wait, yeah. What, what was like? What were the the big meals there? Any mm. any memorable ones? Um, no. But the the wonderful thing was there was always fresh baked bread with like like <sighs> wonderful Vermont butter. Oh. And there was always some Vermont cheese yeah. with every meal. And, um, yeah, it was just really lovely. That sounds great. That's the kind of thing, like, a good meal fuels creativity more than you could imagine. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I, was, I was working on an animation this weekend with Nick Merriweather, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there were several times where we would literally be at each other's throat. <laughs> and then we'd go get like a burger and then come back and be like, ah, animation rules. <laughs> like, <laughs> just like back in the swing immediately. So yeah. good that they were feeding you right over yes. there. <laughs> yeah. I think my favorite party food is I definitely like it when people show up with like chicken tenders. <laughs> like from Raising Cane's or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking on the last party, I think it was Jason's yeah. uh, birthday party. The last time I was over at you guys' place, the perfect party spread. <laughs> like the perfect. <laughs> yeah, they planned that. They worked on that hard. Yeah, it's just tendies, right? Just tendies. Yeah, that's Chicken what tendies. we There's there's some cheese there. There's some. There was everything there, but yeah, plenty of tendy. Oh yeah, um, tendy a plenty. That's it. Many many tendies. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything going on in the comments? Nah. No? Okay. I can't believe that my husband hasn't chimed in at all. Where are you at, Chad? <laughs> yeah. Where are you? You want to call in? You want to say hi? Yeah, call in, Chad. Chad, if you're listening, give us a call at 713-526-8737. Oh, I was going to do the last seven. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> we worked so hard on this. You're right. I can't believe I missed this bit that we've been rehearsing for so long. Um, okay, so moving right along. You brought your book. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can we ask you... To read from it. Sure. Yes. Um, then can you read from it? <laughs> I don't want to make anyone real sad, though. Let's Please. <laughs> I feel like anyone listening to the show is already pretty bummed out. All right. <laughs> yeah, but we're still on the air. Oh, <laughs> well, no, I don't want to read that one. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, here's one about a groundhog on Groundhog's Day. It's called Jimmy the Groundhog. Oh, this is based on... Um, a groundhog in 2015 bit the Wisconsin mayor on the ear. <laughs> what? How'd he get up there? Like, I think the, the mayor was, was trying to kiss it. <laughs> holding it up because it was groundhogs. Uh, holding it up bit him and I think died not too long after. The groundhog or the Under mayor? mysterious circumstances, I bet. <laughs> Wait, which one died? The groundhog. Okay, thank Actually, God. Actually, it might have been the mayor. His throat was slit. <laughs> okay. I was born and the next thing I know, I'm living with some weirdo in Wisconsin. I don't even know what my life could have been, what fields I might have trampled, holes I might have hid in. For months, I do nothing. Oh, sure, there's food. There's children's sticky hands, too. 
And you people groan when all I'm doing is telling you what I see. So I bid him, I hate you people as much as you hate me. (laughs) Um... Here's one about an octopus. This is weird. <laughs> a little animal run there. <laughs> um, if anyone remembers Inky the octopus. Escaped from the... Uh, the aquarium. Yeah, big this fan. This was for Blotchy, his, um, his partner that stayed behind in the cage. Oh, no. <laughs> Here's the quote from the story. The aquarium's keepers noticed the escape when they came to work and discovered that Inky was not in his tank. A less independence-minded octopus, Blotchy, remained behind. <laughs> Okay, so this is... I just remember imagine Blotchy holding eight rolling pins. <laughs> <laughs> demanding Inky come home. For Blotchy, the octopus that stayed. To be loyal to a home is to break the self apart. To embrace the choir diversion, to reject a roaming heart. He watches his friend leave, it ignites a riot in his legs. That squirm with sympathy steps. He denies them so they ache. But it is safest in a corner. Two walls to lean on set him free. He could never be at peace in the wildness of the sea. Oh, I love your poetry so much. <laughs> Thank you. I remember we had you on an old Micro Satan show, mm-hmm. the 9-11 Spectacular, <laughs> which you came on to wearing a Statue of Liberty yes. costume. And I apologize, we did not anticipate it being sweltering hot because <laughs> we didn't expect really like 100 hot. people to show up. But you, you did a bunch of poems about all the several different candidates running in the Republican primary yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Have you considered doing that for the Dems this time around? Mm, Since there's so many? No? Not really. I don't... Um... Personally, I don't even want to watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm already bummed out. <laughs> I'm just not... Um... It, it was such a weird thing, I feel like, at that time that there were so many people running, and now we're used to it, so... <laughs> yeah, it's the new normal. There's more now. There were 16 Republican candidates, and yeah. now we're up to, like, 21, 22. Whoa. Couldn't possibly. They're just going to battle royale by the end of it. That's, gonna be I a- would vote for the winner or something like that. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, you can't vote for the loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Their freaking eyeballs are some kid's rings. <laughs> um, I have one of those poems here. Actually, Ooh. the Ted Cruz one with the bacon. Yes. Take him down. <laughs> <laughs> this was when uh, Ted Cruz, Cruz was eating bacon off of a machine gun barrel. <laughs> <laughs> so this morning. <laughs> yeah, probably. It was a viral video that he tried to make viral. Um, it's called In Texas. In Texas, we cook bacon with our smoking weapons. We kill tree roaches with flamethrowers. And people, yeah, we kill those too. <laughs> In Texas, we open doors for women and yell at them as they walk through. In Texas, we love to laugh in the face of weakness at doe-eyed animals and questionable Mexican children. Where are you from? Do you need help? Well, fix yourself or scoot. In Texas, we still pile our hair high. Heaven, here we come. Oh, I hope I go out in true Texas style, killed by a dripping hot bacon gun. <laughs> I love that poem. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get that tattooed next to my, like, tattoo of the Bill of Rights. <laughs> my tattoo of that stupid Hunter Thompson quote about Texas. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to my Spencer's Gifts tattoo. <laughs> I've got realize, realize, realize. <laughs> Hunter S. Thompson and that poem. Mm. Oh man, I I really really no, enjoyed I that, that one. <laughs> Thanks. What uh, do you? Is it just when inspiration strikes, or do you try to like pick a list of everything and go for one? Or no, I just um, the first thing that strikes me. And some nights, like I'll pick something and I it doesn't work, and I just don't write anything. And l- mm-hmm. lately, it's been I've been writing about once a week. It used to be a few times a week. Um, I just, it's whatever everyone's talking about, or it's something that really strikes me. And, you know, no one was talking about blotchy, but. (laughs) (laughs) But but someone had to. I think that's what makes it so good. Hey, Chad said something. Oh, Uh, finally. He said hi. Nice. Man. Uh, And then Maria said, more like chatter cheese. (laughs) So good luck getting me off the show, guys. I mean, my joke is probably worse than Maria's, where if he's just, like, at a bar, and they're like, what are you doing? It's like, huh, I'm just a hanging Chad. <laughs> no. Wow. <laughs> just a straight man. <laughs> Would you divorce him if you ever said that? No, he says stupid things all the time. <laughs> oh, I know. I've been in multiple group chats with the man. 
Yeah, wait, isn't he isn't he B movie, the B someone bridge Photoshop? He, that's that's him. <laughs> Freaking legend, man. <laughs> we should have had him we we, we tried to do had him on. We had that whole show about oh, the yeah. B someone bridge. And was it about that? <laughs> yeah, we tried. Was it, and was it about the downfall of man? <laughs> <laughs> we had someone cancel on us, and we panicked, and it showed. <laughs> Nick didn't seem to want to have a strong opinion about it. He okay, so he acted like he did. He really wanted to be on the show, <laughs> and then it just uh, it all fell apart. <laughs> Woo! No one's fault. Maybe mine, <laughs> but no one's fault. <laughs> Do you have any opinions about to be someone bridge? It's stupid. Hell yeah. <laughs> Good call. Hell yeah. It's got to be more specific. What yeah. do you want me to be? Yeah. Well, so someone is not a thing. So yeah, someone also put like, "Are you insinuating that I wasn't someone before mm-hmm. I saw this bridge?" I was yeah. like, "Yeah." Yeah, and then I got real mad at it, and also I noticed that the white paint that those dumb kids did has been washed away, and the blue paint under it is there. No. So screw those kids. I hope they're arrested once again. <laughs> I, I I said it before. I say it again. That video just reminded me on The Simpsons where they said videotaping this crime spree was the best idea we've ever had. <laughs> Why would you put it up there? God, it's called likes, sweetie. We should get some. <laughs> <laughs> Did Once you- again, guys, we are on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. We put out a great joke about Whippets earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it wasn't about Whippets. It was about something else. We just used Whippets as the device. Oh, man. <laughs> we, this is the content you crave. You have to clap into the mic. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, I do want to get your opinion more. I, I do have some questions for you about this bridge. I, sure. I thought I've seen you talk about it on social media, and in fact... Seeing your writing about it has made me like, like yeah, she's saying what I'm thinking. Dude. I get that a lot from your poetry, too. You are very good at like just putting it out in a very clear way. And I'm like, yeah, I am miffed about this. That's like, the point. Yeah. That's to, it's to get people engaged in whatever the story is to make them feel something. Yeah. I'm bad at that. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off No, no. I mean, yeah. I, I just have dumb jokes uh but um did you uh uh think that the be someone uh, bridge, did you think that the be someone bridge ha- had more cool factor before uh the city of houston was like we should protect it that made, certainly made it less cool for sure um, oh, okay so it was already a low it, bar for you yeah it was not cool the first time i saw it i was like what is that <laughs> inspirational graffiti just sucks it's not good i love seeing rowdy everywhere <laughs> rowdy is that the it's new the one tag. i've seen rowdy a lot recently everywhere. i've seen yeah. remove and sure it was insane that i saw remove in a bathroom i thought remove was just like a one-off <laughs> And the fact that someone's like still using it as their name, dude, that's pronounced Remerve. You're dumb. <laughs> what? Yeah, an umlaut over the U makes like an ear sound. So it's like Remerve. <laughs> I think we should Remerve hate, guys. <laughs> Stupid. Idiot. <laughs> really? I'm pretty sure. Oh. My German teacher did quit halfway through the one semester I took it. So <laughs> they told me I had to use a textbook. A textbook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Told him he had to use a textbook, and he was like, "I'm Peter Zane." <laughs> out. Okay. Uh, and then we said, "What did you mean by that? You never taught us." <laughs> so, unfortunately, we're going to have to move into our last segment because we've got a couple of other things we got to do on this show. Sure. Uh, so, do you have any parting words of wisdom before we move on to our last segment? Um. Oh, uh, support local journalism, not TV. Pay for a newspaper. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs> Pay for uh, the Connor Chronicle. (laughs) All the news that's fit to print, suckers. Get a digital subscription to something, because it's not that expensive. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Here it goes. Why is it not playing? Now it is, baby. I want a new plug. Tell us what's going on. Tell us all the stuff you're doing after I sing this song. All right, Sarah, <laughs> plug your stuff. <laughs> okay. uh, I figure out my phone. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so uh, you can uh, read more of my poetry at breakingpoems.com. You can see the whole Routine Fables project at routinefables.com. Um, you can like the Breaking Poems Facebook page. You can follow me on Twitter at Sarah Cress and on Instagram at Sarah Cress. And I have books for sale if you really want a book. 
No one really does. <laughs> <laughs> I have them for sale. Just contact me and uh, one of those social media Incredible friends. salesmanship. <laughs> no one wants these books. <laughs> to be fair, no one wants this radio show, but we're still here, so yeah, keep you making them. Just keep doing it. Yeah. I, uh, every week we prepare for being canceled. And at first, it was just like, yeah, if we get canceled, we can just do it from home. And I was like, if we get canceled, good. <laughs> yeah. Great. I'll get start riding my bike or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ned, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yeah. Every Thursday, <clears throat> this Thursday and every Thursday is Feudile Society at Secret Group at 8 p.m. For only $5, you can see me and some hilarious improvisers do some hilarious comedy hilariously. Uh, yep. And then Tuesday, tomorrow, uh, are you performing? Yes. Okay, on t- Tuesday tomorrow, do you want to just use that plug? No, you can go ahead. Okay. <laughs> on Saturday, I'm going to be doing a show. No, on Tuesday is uh, Neo Benchiet, also at the Secret Group, for only $5. Watch people uh, replace the words on video. You could have plugged this way better than I could have. You, you do it real quick, and then I have another plug. Okay. Hey, guys, Neo Benchy tomorrow <laughs> night. Uh, me and Rahul Rao, friend of the show, we're going to do a Neo Benchy. If you ha- don't know what Neo Benchy is, we take a video clip that's four to six minutes, we cut the audio from it, we rewrite it, and we read the script live on stage. Uh, Rahul and I have been working on this for two months, and it does <laughs> not show. <laughs> uh, other than that, I've officially changed my Twitter. T- oh, wait, what'd you change it to? I changed it to Cryptocurrency. So it matches my Instagram. So Who was it before? Connor Clifton. Oh, yeah. Good and I call. changed it. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm at Cryptocurrency on everything. You can also look me up on Twitter with my new name, The Slaw Dog. Hell yeah. <laughs> Which I have to say on air, I don't like being called The Slaw Dog. <laughs> don't. Stop calling me the slaw dog, Guys, everyone. seriously, if you do it, it's just going to keep breaking him down little by little. So, like, if you do it repeatedly, it's not good, okay? And you should not call Ned the Mustard Man. <laughs> we are never going to be known as Mustard Man and the Slaw Dog. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay, now plug the rest of your show. <laughs> and then uh, this Saturday, oh, if you're in Denton Friday, I'll be playing at the Harvest House, but that's not important. Saturday, uh, I'll be playing the 25th anniversary of St. Arnold's Brewery. Uh, with swimmer department and Lil Flip's there and we're trying to get him to do a verse on one of our songs and if you could tweet at him and get him to do it uh, that'd be tight yeah I'll, I'll do that <laughs> yeah alright and uh, my twitter is at Dead of the Dead great so I think that take care of uh, all of our plugs all of our social media stuff Sarah thank you again so much for yeah, coming on the you. show thank you you're for having a phenomenal me. guest now we did mention earlier that we tried something new last week where we just took songs from our friends that they sent in and we played them and made it seem like we were morning zoo shock jocks playing this music. Um, again, please don't call a slaw dog and a mustard man, no matter what that... <laughs> Even episode. if we sound like shocking jockeys, yeah, we're not. we're not. Look, don't do it. Um, but I did make a specific request to one of my friends and unfortunately their song did not make the cut. And so I wanted to give a special time to my friend Lynn, who I used to work with at Starbucks. Nice. Uh, Lynn, they are an amazing uh, instrumentalist, and they are part Ooh. of a group called Perfect Animals, and they're a rock opera group. And Sick. Look, when when they first told me it's rock opera, I was like, hmm, okay. And then they showed me a demo. I was like, oh, I'm going to be into this. I'm definitely going to be into this. And unfortunately, we couldn't get their song played, so I want to uh, go out on one of their songs. This is going to be called Nobody's Watching. Sick. And if you guys like this, uh, they are going to be playing on June 21st at White Oak Music Hall and July 23rd at Acadia Bar, and they're going to have new music. So I hope that everybody enjoys Nobody's Watching by Perfect Animals and the PC. What happened to the computer? Okay. <laughs> All right, here it is. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.